bitch, I'm back out my coma. Waking up on your sofa. Welcome back from the coma. <laughs> the coma. Sorry, I was recording the audio intro there. It was probably pretty awkward. Oh. <laughs> on your end. <laughs> I just see you like. <laughs> yeah, I'm jamming. I don't think you can. Uh, you probably can't hear the audio, can you? Coming from my computer. Oh, okay. Nice. So what's up, dude? It's been a minute. Been on a little vacation streak here. Yeah. Dan's been. You've been moving, moving, traveling, moving and shaking, traveling. It's been uh, a long time, man. It's good to talk to you. How was uh, How was Long Island? It was good, man. We uh, we hung out on the bluff. We yeah. uh, we ate some lobsters. Um, I saw that Katie's uh, Katie's post on her uh, yeah, IG dude. got me got me hungry. Yeah, dude. We ate some lobsters. We. Uh, Played some yard games, did some beaching. Did you guys uh, do any additional updates to the place? Uh, no, we didn't really do a whole no lot projects. other than like yard work stuff, like getting it ready for the summer. Yeah. Yeah. Does uh, Weeding, does her stuff dad, like that. Does her dad rent out the place when he's not there? Uh, yeah, there's one, he... there's one family that uh, consistently rents it out for like a couple months, or at least I think it's a month, month, month and a half nice. every summer. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they were showing up. I think a couple weeks after we left. Did you get any fishing done? Oh yeah, dude, we were catching sharks. Oh man, how did I leave that out? Yeah, dude, we caught a bunch of sharks off the beach. Is that what Chris's wife caught? Yeah. Yep. That's crazy. Yeah, dude, we were slaying sharks. Um, what, kind, what kind of sharks are they? They were sand. They're like a sand shark or a dogfish shark. You guys eat them? Uh, we did. Yeah, cut them up and nice. eat them. Nice. Well, we yeah, we ate one out there. The rest of them we brought back. I think we kept like three or four. Nice. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. <clears throat> what does shark taste like? Fish? Yeah, it's like a kind of a little bit uh, tougher, like maybe not tougher, but a little bit like firmer. Or like a, man, I don't know what to compare it to. Maybe like a largemouth bass type of meat. You've ever had that? Yeah, I've had largemouth bass. Something like that. I don't know, man. There you go. Is uh, yeah, it was a good time. Caught some other fish too, like porgy stuff like that, smaller fish. But there you go. Otherwise, we're slaying the sharks every night down on the beach. So overall, good shark time. Slayers. Yeah, we had a real good time, dude. How was uh, how was your time away? Uh, Milwaukee was crazy, man. I got a really funny story to tell you about that trip. Um, okay. Uh, Is it, it was a podcast last- story. Yeah, I mean, we could throw it on the podcast. I don't right. think anybody's gonna. Right. Um, Let's hear it. It was the. It was so. <clears throat> two 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 stories that are pretty funny. First and foremost, it was like the first night we were there. We were like looking for something to do, and one of the guys found like a karaoke bar. Okay. And so we went and checked out. We were like ten dudes deep. We uh, we roll up to this karaoke place. And they didn't shut down until like two o'clock. All right. And uh, I mean, this is just a just a just a buddy trip with a bunch of guys that I met from uh, from Georgia, and you know, we got the drinks flowing, having a good time, and uh, you know, we get to this spot, and everyone's just having a great time, singing karaoke, and you know, I do a few songs and stuff, and we're just getting after it. And come to find out the next day that this place is uh, LGBTQ, like super friendly, and right. like it's like a go-to spot. And I've like did a flashback of like everything we did that first night. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh my God. 
these people probably think we're just like a group of 10 gay guys because like two two of our buddies were like out there dancing on the floor with each other getting nice. all buddy but yeah it was just just a few of the different things it was so funny i like cried laughing the next morning <laughs> and we proceeded to go back to this spot like four four days straight nice that was the yeah, spot it was a great time made some good friends um yeah it was just overall fun experience milwaukee is a great spot what's the what's the name of the bar always recommend checking Jeez, El Pete's. Yeah, all right, dude. Yeah, sorry about that. Dog bark in the background. The alarm went off. Oh, okay. Um, But yeah, dude. uh, Overall, man, just Milwaukee is a great town. If you ever, if you've never been, recommend checking it out. It's pretty cool. Milwaukee. Yeah. Uh, Good, good restaurants. I've only been trying to think. I was in downtown Milwaukee once, but I don't remember what it was for. Don't remember. Huh? Work related. I think it was work related. Yeah. Okay. I was visiting an office down there or something. But nice. uh, I couldn't tell you. I don't know who it was. But anyway, I've also been through Milwaukee. Milwaukee's nice. Yeah. Cool it's city. a fun little town. Yeah. So the last night I was there, the other funny story, um, we uh, we decided it was like Sunday. We were going to just like, because some of us had like flights on like Monday, Monday morning, Monday afternoon. And so we're like, let's do Sunday fun day. So we went to a Brewers game. We did some day drinking. We checked out a few different bars and we end up at this one place. That's like right on the, um, I think it's like the river leading out to the lake or whatever. It might've been like on some inner lock that went out to the lake, what have you. And, you know, we're just hanging out and drinking on this patio and it starts to get later. And like this, I mean, this crowd of like college kids just kind of rolls in or whatever. And, um, I like go to use the bathroom. I like come back from the bathroom. I'm like walking out and there's like a dance floor that leads out to this bar that my buddies are at. And I just like lock eyes with this girl from across the bar. And she's just like standing there dancing and she like waves me over and I like go talk to her. We're talking for a minute. She just like pulls me outside and uh, we just start like making out at this bar. (laughs) All right. And like, I was like, oh man, this is crazy. Like this chick is she really saw hot, like having a good time she turns out she's from toronto okay um and i was so 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 messed up that night that i was like i was like head over heels in love with this girl and i like made her um a straw ring and okay. like put it on her finger <laughs> it was so ridiculous you proposed so yeah all right I mean, it was it was fun as hell did and she then, accept Oh yeah, she accepted. She t- she like basically it was just like showing off her like her straw, f- you know, her straw ring the whole night or whatever. It's hilarious. Um, and you know. then I like pre- I proceeded to like put her and her friend in the cab to go home because they had been drinking like more than I was. And um, one of the guys, I mean, it was like late at this point. It was probably like two o'clock in the morning on a Sunday night, Monday morning, and. I was like, all right, well, where are my buddies at? Maybe I should just go back to, you know, the hotel or what have you. And one of the guys like, I'm at the casino. And I was like, you know what? I'm feeling lucky tonight. Let's go to the casino. Let's go. So I show up at the casino like 2.20 in the morning. And I just like get some cash out. I go play roulette. And within 30 minutes, I'm up a thousand bucks. And I'm like, holy shit. Dan's on a heater. The greatest day ever. (laughs) 
So I like cashed out and then my buddy proceeded to lose all of his money. (laughs) (laughs) So I like walk out with a ton of money and he's just like, oh man. So I basically like almost paid for my trip by like going and gambling at the casino the last night I was there. Yeah. So this guy, like we rolled up to this roulette table and this guy was just on a heater, just like he was winning like a thousand bucks every time he was like putting chips on the board. And I was like, oh my God, I'm just going to play whatever he plays. Yeah, and I, dude. Had, I, had, I hit three numbers on in a row. Dang. It was nuts, dude. I had never won that much money what, in roulette. And what were the numbers? Like, oh, dude, I was so drunk. I couldn't even tell you what they were. <laughs> I like every time I was like touching my chips before I was Those supposed your numbers, to. man. Yeah, I know. Well, I, I wasn't even playing my numbers because I was just watching what this guy was doing and literally just betting on everything he was betting oh, he, on. So he was the one that was picking those numbers and hitting on them? Dude, he literally played the entire board because he just had, like, I mean, he probably had, he was probably playing with, like, 500 bucks every time. Oh, really? And okay. Like, so so for every, like, eight to ten chips that he was putting down on a number, like, he was putting a lot of chips. I was putting like two or three chips on each one. Gotcha. So like two or three nickels on each one. So like 15 bucks on each one. He and looked we like hitting. Yeah. Can, you can't really count roulette, right? You can't sit there and like watch the wheel and try to predict he, where it's going to go. He, he made a pretty good call. He was just like, dude, just play the middle numbers. Okay. He's just like every time, like, like for some reason, every time the, the numbers were just landing on the middle number. So I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to play this explain then. The middle so numbers. Like you, have the, you have the three rows of numbers, right? Okay. So he was just, play, he's like, play the middle numbers. All right. So like there's the one row, the second row, and then the third row. And it's just like one, six. And then you got your double zero, your single zero. You got your red and black. And then you have your like groupings of 12 numbers. So it's like first 12, second 12, third 12. This is, wait, what game are we talking about? Roulette. Roulette. Is that the dice one? No, that's, no, the that's one, one, it's the one the to put in the ball, spin, right? The ball. Okay. Yeah, they spin the ball on the thing, and then yeah. the wheel spins around, and then it pop, pop. I think I'm pretty <laughs> sure that game is fucking bullshit for two uh, reasons. One, all right. I think there might be a magnet inside of the board, and it just like they like turn the magnet on and like put it under a specific number at one point, and then they're just like, oh, it's gonna land on this number. You think it just sucks it right to it? And the reason I say that is for two reasons. Number one. I was in Vegas with my dad and my brother, and I literally played everything on the board that you could possibly play except for double zero. Okay. And it landed on double zero. And I was just like, what are the odds of that? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So granted, it's it's one in 38 that it lands on that. But. Gotcha. So so wait, so did you do anything else that night? No, after the casino, I was like, you know what? It's after three o'clock in the morning. Oh, I man. think it's time for me to just go to bed, dude. You gotta find your next lucky adventure. Go put some sports know, bets down right? or something. I should have. I really should have. So but I was just like, I was on such a high. I was just like, I gotta get out of here. Back to this girl. Uh, do you know? I mean, this engagement could be legally binding. You know, what if she wants uh, to hold you to that little straw ring? Well, then it looks like I'm probably moving to Canada, Ben. <laughs> oh, you're moving to Toronto? <laughs> Sounds nice, dude. It does like sound nice. You guys could do 90 Day Fiance. Hey, why not? The Canadian version. Where Gosh, a Canadian awesome. goes and finds an American who wants to move to Canada and convinces them to marry him or something along those lines. Yeah, I was like texting her like the next day or two days later or something. And uh, she had messaged me. She's like, I still have the ring. I was like, oh, cool. Dude, she's into it. I was like, hold on to Hit that. Her up. Toronto's not yeah. that far, Dan. It's only four and a half hours. 
Yeah. You can just go That's straight right. through Detroit and hop on over. You know what I never knew? That Windsor was south of Detroit. Yeah. So I never go. like geographically thought about that. Yeah. That's that's Canada's in. Oh, I'm you sorry. Know? No. Detroit is wait, yeah. Yeah. Windsor, Windsor is south of Detroit. Yeah, that's yeah. Canada's in, man. That's how they invade us through Windsor. Oh Jesus. That's how they take over. All the Mounties are coming in that they, way. They cut off the they invade the Great Lakes. Oh jeez. Um, yeah, I definitely I told her I was like, I'll make a trip to Toronto to come see you. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do it. Go see Canada. Don't tempt me. I might go out to Red Rock in October, go see a concert with her. Nice. <clears throat> what concert? Uh, it doesn't matter. Doesn't even matter. <laughs> We're just gonna find one. Doesn't even matter. <laughs> no, she said she was gonna make a trip out to Colorado. I was like, when's the next time you're gonna be in the States? So I was she... like, Detroit's not that far. She literally just tractor beam a hotness to you on the dance floor. And Dude, tractor uh, beam. She like beam me up, Scotty. <laughs> literally, we locked eyes and I couldn't take my eyes off for the rest of the time I was there. Nice. That's an awesome yeah. story. Yeah. Here's to hoping. Yeah, no kidding. Um, but yeah, so that was my trip to Milwaukee. Um, good time. There's uh there's been a lot that's happened in the last few weeks since we last. Oh man, the world's crazy. Yeah, I mean, try to try to. I, would, I wouldn't mind staying away from some of the depressing shit that's going on, but uh, yeah, I'm down with that. Yeah, but in NFL news, <laughs> um, Baker Mayfield got traded though. Yes, didn't we call that? I feel like you and I spoke about Carolina. Yeah, I'm sure we came out. Potential locations. Yeah. They've been looking for a QB. You see, they got him for a fifth round pick, which is pretty nuts. Uh, Carolina could be good. Dude, what if Baker just revenge tour? Baker Mayfield revenge tour. I would not mind that at all. That division is kind of tough, though. They've got good receivers, right? Yeah. They have DJ Moore and uh, Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey is one of the best receivers in the league. I think their defense just is going to need to step up if they're going to be in any games because yeah. the offense could put up points, but the defense could also give up a ton of points. A fifth round pick, dude. He was the number one overall pick a couple of years ago. That's crazy. How many years was that? I think it was like three, three or four. <laughs> oh, it's got to be more than that. I don't think so. What year did Baker get drafted? Let me pull it up here unless you got it. Yeah, I'm pulling it up. Baker, I feel like I'm going to say 2019 first-round pick. 2019? 2019 or 2018. That's what you're you're saying? Yeah, maybe 2018. 2018. Yeah, there we go. Yep. Wow, dude, that was only four years ago. (laughs) That's so crazy. Feels like like a long time ago. World's been uh, doing this thing. What? Yeah. I said it feels like he's been in the league for a while. Yeah, I mean, he's... He'll be on a second contract at some point. I think, what, do they get a fifth-year option on him, possibly, if they want? Yeah. That's what they got to decide to pick up. It's probably expensive. I never realized that he was at Texas Tech for a year. Yeah, transferred? Yeah. Yeah, that's where he walked on, right? It was Texas Tech, and then he transferred to yeah. Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, Are there any other big moves that have happened in the NFL recently? I haven't really paid too much attention to the NFL, honestly. Uh, I, I don't know. Has, has uh, Deshaun Watson's suspension stuff come down yet? <clears throat> no, which is kind of crazy to me that they've already decided to move Baker 
with all that going on. Well, I mean, I don't think Baker was going to be willing to play for them. Yeah. It doesn't but, surprise me. Yeah. Fifth round pick, man. That's rough. Yeah. I, I, I don't understand why teams just don't want him, I guess. <clears throat> like, I think teams are trying to stick it to the Browns, I heard, because they signed uh, Deshaun Watson to such a giant deal. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Dude, I was looking at uh, the other day uh, the idea of um, the salary cap and how it really doesn't matter anymore because you have these rich owners who can pay upfront money to guys. Yeah. And then it's the cap is just an accounting measure. And so if you're able to pay someone a bunch of upfront money, then you can just basically figure out the accounting on the rest of the money over, you know, whatever period of time you like. That doesn't surprise me at all. I guess the one thing I'm curious about is the NBA has what's called like a luxury tax. Mm -hmm. Does the NFL have that as well? No. Well, no. it's got a hard cap, I think, right? You can't go over a certain amount. But that's only on like the yearly salaries. That's not like signing Correct. bonuses. Correct. That's, that's not signing bonuses. So they'll just load up the, they're just these, you have, if you have a cash rich team, is what's happening. So these cash rich folks like Jerry Jones and, um, I don't know who else has a lot of cash been thrown around, but folks that you see, like, yeah, whoever owns the Rams. Yeah. You can just load these guys up with guaranteed money, and then the accounting washes itself out on the backside. Yeah. Now, if you don't have a lot of cash, then it's a lot harder to do that. Yeah. So it's where you end up with the Lions. Speaking, the Fords should have well, Fords maybe not. Maybe the Fords don't have cash. Speaking of a lot of cash, um, did you hear about this new golf league? That's uh, yeah, I I don't really know that much about it. So they're just trying to they're trying to get a competitor to the PGA Tour. I see. I don't know if it's necessarily that. Um, to me, it just kind of seems like a different outlet for players to play in, but it's kind of turned into this competitive thing now between the uh, I, I don't know if it's called the live tour or like yeah the LRV tour yeah but they are paying players so much money like yeah. an absurd amount of money yeah. like enough for guys to leave the PGA tour sure <clears throat> and the but, format of it is just so different it's crazy to me but can you get enough guys to leave the PGA tour I mean, they've got a lot of big names, a lot of big names, and these guys are getting paid. Like, who's this, paying the, them? Um, I think some some Saudi Arabian guy is like oh, the one. Okay, who, some Saudi money. That's why there's that's why there's so much like controversy around it, because a lot of people are saying like, oh, you know, you're you're okay with going and playing for this league when it's basically being funded by. You know, the Saudi Arabian dude who basically they're like doing all these really messed up things. And I don't know. It's <clears throat> it's interesting to me. I mean, they got they, they got Bryson DeChambeau's over there. They got Brooks Kepka, Phil Mickelson, Dustin Johnson, like all these guys are like, you know, top top 25 in the PGA Tour. And they're just like, yeah, you got you're going to pay me hundreds of millions of dollars just to come over to this league. I haven't even played yet. Sure. sure. I Why think not? I think I think Dustin Johnson or Phil Nicholson got like 
$400 million just to go play in that league. For how long? I don't even know. Like, I don't even contract information. That's a great $400 million. You think? Yeah. They offered tiger like a billion dollars. But tiger's not even good. So this is just show golf. This is just rich people in Saudi Arabia who want to watch good people play golf. Well, it's funny because they, they like, it's, it's a, it's a team format too. So it's like, they like, I don't know if they like drafted teams or what, but you look at some of the names that are in this and like, are like the teams, <laughs> the teams are pretty wild. Like you look at the team names on the website. It's, it's kind of funny. All right. Um, so here we go. Here we go. And uh, golfers will comp- compete for 225 million over eight events. Seven games offering a $25 million purse and a $50 million finale at uh, Trump National Doral. Uh, yeah. So, wait, this is a partnership with Trump. So, Trump's got a golf league with the Saudis. <laughs> I don't know if there's a partnership, but I know They're that. Playing at uh, one of his uh, golf courses. I know that uh, Norman, or uh, what's his name? Um, Oh, here we oh go. DeChambeau contract. Greg here we go. Norman. Greg Norman is the chief executive officer. He's the CEO. Okay. All right. So Mickelson has been offered $200 million to participate in the series. He will play. So it's just a series. It's not yeah, even. It's eight, it's eight events. Yeah. That's awesome. But they're getting paid more money for these eight events. Yeah. Than they've ever been paid in their entire PGA career. All right. So Dustin Johnson, $125 million. Uh, unless he plays along Mickelson, in which case it's 150 million. Okay, Ian Poulter between 20 and 30 million. Deshambo. They offered Brooks a ton of money. 135. Uh, no, 240 million. Uh, wait, hold on. Now it says it's 100 million. I don't know, man. Right around 100, between 100 and 100, 200 million. <laughs> Stupid money. Sure. Yeah, dude. So they're just paying people straight cash to go pay up play over here. Just to go play, dude. It's crazy. And it's funny too, because you hear like guys from the PGA tour talking about it and they're just like, how dare you turn your back on the PGA why would you not? and the loyalty. And it's just like, Oh my God, dude. you know why it's money. It's That's that all oil money, baby. They got to <laughs> spend it somewhere. Um, but yeah, I mean, they got some young guys over there too, Matt Wolf. All right, so they're like. playing at Trump National Bedminster. Abraham answers somewhere in too. Boston. Harvest Farms in Chicago. In Chicago. Mm-hmm. Thailand. Dude, this is awesome. It's like an international thing. And yeah. then finally back to the Trump one in Miami. They're going to Portland. London. They played Portland and last London. weekend. Did they? Yep. And London. So yeah, I mean, I'm I'm assuming they don't have that many guys playing in this, or do they? No, I don't. I don't think there's that many people. Yeah. Okay. There's 48 players. 12 there you teams. go. Teams, teams, and players. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So 48 guys. They just took the best players in the world. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, but they did like a draft and all this oh, stuff. Oh, okay. And the other thing that's crazy about it is it's a shotgun start. So, and they play, they only play 54 holes. Gooch. For the weekend. The so gooch. It's not, they're not playing 72 holes. Yeah. And they all start at the same time. It's a shotgun start. So everybody starts on a different hole. 
I guess like the <clears throat> the way that they shoot it, like on like they have like a streaming thing on their website. I guess it's pretty cool. There's like ticket information. I wonder how much it is to get tickets to this thing in Chicago. Dude, golf's got some wild names, man. Taylor Gooch, great name. Uh it hip hat Yeah, I don't know how the hell you say that name. Abram Answer. Just straightforward. AA. Oh, tickets aren't bad. You can get a single day for 70 bucks or a three day ground pass for 185. Where's that? Chicago? Yeah. When is this uh Chicago one? In September. Ooh. It might be fun to go check out. Go see the uh, best golfers in the world. There you go, dude. That's how they're going to pay for it. <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of random stuff that's going on in sports, I'm going to segue here to a, a different topic. All right, let's do it. NCAA. We're talking Big Ten. Expand. Oh, yeah. Bring what? it on US, US, USC. What in the heck? USC and UCLA. Did you hear the cream so, of the, the cream of the California crop, Dan, coming our way? Did you hear what might potentially happen? There's uh, a talk. My dad was telling me that there is some murmurs going around. Murmurs, I like murmurs. Two conferences are are going to continue to expand and break off, and make a super conference or like a super a super league that's outside of the NCAA. Oh, really? Yeah. Where they can just pay all the money. This is, so this is how it turns into European soccer and you get so, academies. So this is, this is what happened. So I guess, and my dad thinks him, cause him and I are talking about this. He thinks that Fox and ESPN are trying to push to get the sec and the big 10 to create two mega conferences because they're, I mean, they're two of the, the two of the um, conferences that bring in the most money in, in the NCAA. Sure. And they're trying to break off and do like their own thing where they could potentially have their own playoff, their own tournament, you know, mix it up where it's like, you know, play your, your best against, you know, this best. So it's like, think about how, Right now, like, let's say you're talking NHL and MLB and um, NBA, how they have their, like, eight top eight teams that compete in tournament to kind of, like, go to play in, like, the national yeah. championship or, like, the world championship or whatever. Yeah. That's kind of, like, the idea behind these two mega conferences where it's, like, an east and a west. So colleges, for football purposes, break off the program. And create a new, because this can't be something for all sports, right? So you're talking about just yeah, football. Right? Yeah. Create a new league that's basically, it's basically the amateur, no longer amateur, paid for NFL feeder system. Basically. And it's just a race for the money, basically, is what this becomes. I mean, because you're, you're talking about how the NIL is basically changing the game. Right. Changing yep. the way recruiting works. You know, one of the big gripes is the way that players have to sit out if they decide to transfer to another school at the same level. Right. Yeah. But that you talk about that's that's not true anymore. 
when do they, they get don't rid have of that? that they, you can do a one-time transfer and not to sit out. That's what the transfer portal has been. Oh, well, I guess that works then. <laughs> I always thought that if you transferred at the same level, you had to sit out. No. So if you go into the transfer portal, you, you used you to, you used to have to sit a year, but no longer, you, you don't have to do that anymore. They have the one-time transfer and then they open the transfer portal. That was before NIL. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's how, like, uh, Kenneth Walker for MSU last year, he straight out of Wake Forest didn't sit a year. So I also heard that there's more teams that might be joining the Big Ten. Yeah. I could see the conferences just eat each other and like you or- end up with Oregon, less Oregon conferences. Might- and they're Oregon bigger. Oregon might join, and Notre Dame might join. Oregon and Notre Dame would be dope. If they're going to expand out well, the I mean, Big Ten Conference more. So you take USC and UCLA. So you take two of the best Pac-12 teams. Uh, then the rest of the good Pac-12 teams are kind of looking at each other like, well, well what the know. hell are we going to do? Exactly. Uh, at the same time, you're the Big Ten – you're based in the Midwest, so having two teams in California is kind of a logistical nightmare. Yeah. Could you imagine, like, being in Maryland and, like, oh, we got to go play against UCLA now? Yeah, it's like Rutgers is about as far from, like, Iceland as it is from USC. <laughs> Probably further to USC than it is to Iceland. No, I think I, yeah, I think I saw someone tweet out that it's, like, it's like 30 miles more to Iceland or something. Maybe not Iceland, but some random island up there. Anyway. Yeah. So you think the Manitoba. Big Ten, the Big Ten now needs to expand its its footprint uh, on the west side of the country because Nebraska, even Nebraska to USC, I mean, maybe try to pick up. I mean, there's nothing really in the middle. I, Oregon, I guess, Utah. makes sense, right? Is Utah. what you're saying? Utah, Utah, or Washington? Yeah, Washington. Well, there's already talks of Washington because of them playing against Big Ten teams. And yeah, they've been playing Big Ten teams. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I could see some of those teams definitely making the move. Yeah. I guess what's the argument for Notre Dame not becoming, not staying independent. No, they, they won't ever get a, uh, bowl game or the, the, they won't ever get a bid in the, um, an automatic bid. Yeah. An automatic bid in the NCAA tournament. They'd have to get an independent bid every time. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, that's just what I understand. I don't think that there's anything else, but. What would you give up your freedom for, Dan? Would it be an automatic bid? No, I don't think so. I mean, you still got to win all the games. You know what I mean? Exactly. But they also don't get TV money. Or do they get, don't they have an NBC deal or something? They get TV money. They, they have, have to an get NBC TV deal. Zone. They have to get Because I feel money. like they play on NBC a lot. Yeah, they have to be getting TV money, so. Maybe there there will just be more money in the conference game. I don't know. Yeah. Seems like uh, is. Notre Dame is uh, having a hell of a year in recruiting. So yeah. looks like Marcus Carr is uh, he's doing things, I guess. I'm not really sure. Yeah. Yeah. He's Notre Dame's new coach, right? He is, yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, let's see. They've already got twenty. Wait, is that right? No, this is not right. Not that we really want to talk 
football recruiting too much. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Um, so speaking of college football still, well, I guess not just college football, but big schools. What was this whole thing about the OSU trademarking? Oh, yeah, they trademarked the uh, the the word the. How is that in possible? the Ohio State? I don't know, man. It has to do with T-shirts. They, they were going at it with Mark Jacobs for some reason. Uh, and a, apparently they reached a deal where both of them can use it. I don't get it. I, it makes me want to put the the word the on things. Yes. Like the Ben Weston and just have it on my a shirt that says that. Or the Michigan State University or the University of Michigan and just put the on there and see if see what happens. Like, wouldn't that be I mean, a good troll? Yeah, I feel like it would be. You I mean, students like, out there? Why Why in the world did the trademarking – who who oversees trademarks? It's like a patent like office, right? Yeah, like why the hell would a patent office let them trademark the word the? Dude, it has – I don't know. I think it's pretty or narrow. The. I think it's narrow. Yeah, I think it has, it's like, it's, you can only do it just for team merchandise. So like, it's still so ass nine. Yeah, it's, it seems kind of ridiculous. So, you know, we could, like I said, just print shirts that say the on them. See what happens. (laughs) It's deeply meaningful to the school's overall identity. That's why they did it. Oh nah, my it's God. about money. Whenever I meet someone from Ohio State, I'm saying, oh, you're Ohio State, huh? Not the Ohio State. It's about money, man. I mean, the I'm looking at a sign that, that I'm looking at a sign that does say the Ohio State University. So they even have the Ohio State University on some logo on the what is it? This the letters Science Agricultural Knowledge Center. Is it weird that we it's pronounced the instead of the the? Why don't we just call it the Ohio State University? The doesn't sound as nice, does it? Nope. The Ohio State. That's how you should respond to people from there that uh, you know call it the. You say you mean the Ohio State University? The yeah, I'm just gonna start saying that from now on. That's a good one too. The. Your shirt says the. Oh my god. What a bunch of yahoos. Did you see the chick who uh, uh, <clears throat> was uh, sleeping with Meta and Instagram? Well, I guess Meta owns Instagram, so she was sleeping with Meta employees to try to get her Instagram uh, profile unblocked. And it was working. What? And it was working. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Why was her stuff blocked in the first place? Uh, I think she is a skin shower. Ah. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, Can't she's she a, she's a skin shower of sorts. Instagram. What? Can't she just utilize something other than Instagram for that? Don't they have, oh, like, I'm sure. She, I, th- I think she's probably got OnlyFans. Probably does Twitter. <laughs> probably all the social media she can get uh, her hands on would be my guess. Yeah. But Instagram's a big one, man. That's a big one. If you're if you're chasing cloud on the internet, Instagram is uh, that's where it's at. Yeah. Especially if you're you know selling skin. Hey, you know what? You gotta do what you gotta do. 
make money. Uh, yeah, dude. What were some of the other random stars? Oh, the the Linda Skeens, man. The legend of Linda Skeens. Oh, my gosh. Linda Skeens. This lady just went to town. Linda Skeens. The Virginia <laughs> or the Kentucky State Fair. It's literally like whoever her grandchildren are have the validation that, you know, their grandma is the greatest cook in the world. Like, it doesn't get any better than Linda Skeens and her cookies Seriously, and pies. dude. Cakes. It's insane. How many how many categories did they say she won? And corn oh, relish, and, bro- and brownies. The Virginia Kentucky District State Fair. All right, I do. You know, candy and savory bread. Like Cakes, how many pies, cookies? She got first, second, and third place in cookies. Yeah, man. And dude, she cleaned up cookies, brownies, savory, savory bread, bread, and candy. Oh my god. This lady's insane. There was people like, is this lady married? Dude, she also placed in in the craft categories. Like, that's like dedication to crafts. That's dedication to being a, a state fair star. Yes. So it's state fair season, Dan. Have you been to one? I've been a few state fairs. No, I mean this year, like recently. Oh, no, not this year. I would love to go to one. I want to try some pies. Yeah, it was, uh, they had the strawberry fest going on when we were out in Long Island. You know what I miss from Chicago is they used to have the um, the farmer's markets. Oh, that yeah. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. Farmer's markets are great. Farmer's markets are good. Katie likes to go to the farmer's markets on the weekends. Yeah. Go to a Lansing one here. You know what farmer's market people need to start doing is getting those smart app things on their phone where they can just like scan people's cards or like swipe their cards or like yeah, start using Venmo some, or something. Some have it. Some have it. They have scanners. Yeah. <laughs> so you know who needs to start going to the farmer's market? Who's that? Linda Skeens, man. Skeens. Linda Skeens needs to get a brand deal at this point. Let's get some Betty Crocker Linda Skeens edition. I feel like Linda Skeens needs to come out with her own brand. Yeah, we need a Martha Stewart Linda Skeens collaboration. Yes, please. Apparently, she's a grandmother. I haven't seen anything that actually has anybody talking to her or anything. It's just the basically screenshots of these categories. So this woman is just a legend who went back to baking pies and making you know cookies. Man, dude, she's, she's not interested in the fame. This quote is hilarious. It says, the fair has been over for two weeks, but if anything, the lore is still building. Linda Skeens, <laughs> Linda Skeens ain't here to make friends. She's just here to make history. <laughs> Linda Skeens. I mean, oh, my God. All right. How many entries do you think they actually have into these competitions? I mean, dude, I feel like specifically in the South, I feel like state fairs are probably You think they have a bunch? A lot. Yeah, I want to say that there's probably a lot. Savory bread. Savory bread was one of the categories. I would have entered something in savory bread. You would have, out of all the categories you're looking at here, you would have gone savory bread. I I probably would have put something in savory bread. How do you make a, Dan, how do you make savory bread? Don't put a lot of sugar in it, man. You got to put like bacon in it or like. Bacon bread? Oh, that sounds good. Garlic bacon bread or something. Can you make bacon bread? Yeah, you can put bacon bits in bread. I've had banana bread. Yeah. I've had uh, other types of bread. I've never had bacon bread, though. That sounds delicious. It's just like garlic bacon bread, dude. It's just like an Italian bread that you just put some like garlic and All right. bacon. and Candy. What kind of candy would you make? How would you make it? How do you make candy? 
who makes candy, candy nowadays? You can make candy. How do you? I mean, you, you can make taffy. You can make. I guess we can I make. Mean, we make. You can make guys. suckers. Just, like, what kind of candy do you think she made? Dude, I don't know. I want to know. Like, I want to taste some of the stuff this lady made. <laughs> I want to try her brownies, man. I bet you those brownies were fire. Oh man! What kind of cookies do you think she made? I don't know, but. You think just like a standard chocolate chip, or is she going with some like no lemon she, cookies? Can't, Snicker, well, maybe snickerdoodles. Maybe one was a chocolate chip. Like maybe she's got like a, you know, that's her go-to. You know, that's number one. But she, I bet you, she's got some weird ones too. Do you think people blind voted on these, or do you think they were just like, oh, Linda, Linda Skeens? We know I, this. I hope, good. I hope they blind voted, and that Linda Skeens is just a G. I would assume that's how they do it. You think this lady lives on a farm? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Actually, I, I don't know. Really, I bet she's got a. Really she might cool not live in a farm. She is a baker, though. She has an oven that is well used. Fantastic. <clears throat> um, and she can tell you. You know, I'd love to have this woman's cookbook. Dude, she also placed first in one of those categories. I was just like, damn! I bet you that shit was fire. What was it? Chow Chow, dude. Oh, yeah, Chow Chow. You've had Chow Chow before. You're talking about, like, uh, Puppy Chow? God, dude. Yeah, Puppy Chow. She had best overall canned vegetable, best overall canned tomato, best overall non-cucumber pickled item. <laughs> what are you, you think it was, like, dilly beans or something? Some pickled beans? Dude, something, man. I'll tell you what, though. Yeah, somebody else beat her in the pickled cucumber, though. So she she's not a good uh, cucumber pickler, apparently. She might have been pissed off about that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean. I bet you she's real modest. Yeah. She probably has a real uh, bunch of grandkids or something that she's cooking for. And, uh, yeah, hopefully somebody finds her. Linda, if you're listening, the internet's gonna find congratulations. her. Congratulations! Yeah, we'd love to have you on, Linda. If you're out there, the legend of Linda Skeens. Tell us what your secret is. Do you put a little extra something in there? A little extra love, maybe some <laughs> mar- marijuana. She's like, oh, it's, it's MSG. <laughs> oh, it's just MSG. <laughs> I wonder what she sounds like. <clears throat> I'm assuming she's got a southern accent. Oh, it's just some MSG in there. From Kentucky? Yeah, well, I'm just from Kentucky. Oh, actually, she's from Virginia. Some... Wait, it's, no, it's Virginia, Kentucky. Or, or wait, yeah. Do we know where she was from? Mysterious woman sweeps the Virginia Kentucky District Fair. Where does the site lead? We got to find Linda Skeens, Dan. Annually since held annually since 1913, the affectionately nicknamed. Vacay Fair averages about fourteen thousand attendees. Oh my god! All right, what can we f- let's 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 try to creep on her on the internet. What can we find out about Linda Skeens? Well, she's on Facebook, so <clears throat> she's on Facebook. She's on Facebook. Look her up, dude. Are you sure it's the same? Uh, Linda Skeens. She was like commenting back about people going off on her stuff. Virginia Skeens. Um, but yeah, you can go down that rabbit hole forever. Unfortunately, Linda is declining 
interviews at this time. Oh. So somebody Dang. already found her. This has been out for a couple of days, right? Yeah, it's been out for like a week. The internet hasn't found her yet. We're not going to find her. Yeah, a week a week from today's when it started to kind of catch fire. This woman needs a cookbook. Every single person has been incredibly cool, funny, and fun, she says. Oh, we have quotes? People have gotten the joke, and I'm having a blast. Wait, it's a joke? I don't think it's a joke. Wait. Just some sort of hoax? One Virginia-based Linda Skeens, not that Linda Skeens, I talked (laughs) to, said she's gotten messages from baking queen admirers from as far away as Norway and Indonesia. Wait, not our Linda Skeens. Not our Linda Skeens, but another Linda Skeens. Okay. That's Virginia-based. So gotcha. people probably tried to track her down. That's funny, dude. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> one call. One calls her the John Wick of canning, and there's innumerable Chuck Norris jokes, insinuations that she has may murder her closest competition or be murdered by them. I don't know why I keep talking to the Southern accent. Because, man, this is Linda Skeens. This is Linda. This is the Linda Skeens cooking hour. Today we're going to make some, uh, some plum bread. It says insinuations that she may murder her closest competition or be murdered by them abound, as do many fan fiction dramas to the to rival Game of Thrones. See, there was a couple, there was another woman who took a couple categories as well. Yeah. Which makes me think they just didn't have that many people submitting food. Maybe not. You know, for one person to get first, second, and third place so many times. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we should look further into it and just see if it was just all a, a hoax. All right. Virginia, Kentucky District Fair. That's what we need to f- all right. go down this uh, this rabbit hole. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I got a Facebook group. And uh, it's all about Linda Skeens at this point. So I don't know. This is going to be very helpful to uh, to figuring out how many people went to the fair. Facebook group's got thirty one thousand followers, so it's got to mean something. That's quite a bit. I think they're probably benefiting from the Linda Skeens. I mean, this that looks like a pretty uh, cool fair. Fame. They got a lot of events. All right, so maybe you know, maybe this is a stiff competition. There is a Senior Citizens Day, a Demolition Derby, and a mullet contest. There's a mullet contest? There is a mullet contest. There's diesel drag racing. It looks like they also have a rave of some sort. And The the prize is a mullet care kit and $25 will be announced on June 15th (laughs) on the diesel drags competition. Can you imagine growing out a mullet for for $25? (laughs) And a mullet care kit. <laughs> and a pair of clippers. <laughs> says, to enter, submit your photos on the front side and back of your awesome mullet. Dude, there's a demo derby. There All right. A pa- there's a pageant. Oh, my gosh. $5,000 in scholarships and prizes? Holy cow. There's just 
just flipping through these photos it's just pictures of generic white people doing stuff oh my gosh this guy doesn't even look like he's at the fair he's just smiling all right so maybe this is a legit fair maybe you know they got a horse show too oh my gosh i don't know man i'm still sticking with my theory that linda skeens didn't have that much competition you think so? But I think the Virginia-Kentucky Fair next year, you're going to see an increase in that competition. Oh, yeah. People are going to want to know how they stack up against the greatest. You think I'm if you're saying. Linda Skeens, you just retire at this point? I mean, if I was Linda, this is the peak, Linda, just go out on top. People are going to come for that crown. Uh-huh. All right, dude, what else we got on the docket tonight? So there's two other topics I think that uh, we had that we wanted to talk about. I think the first one was uh, Ezra Miller. Oh, yeah, dude. Did you see this? Dude, this guy is, I think, clinically insane. It sounds like he's, yeah, yeah. It's a good way to put it. So he chokeslammed a fan. He attacks someone at a karaoke bar, gets a a restraining order filed against him. Yep. Uh, sounds like he's been grooming teenage kids for some sort of like personality cult he's trying to build. Dude, yeah, it's creepy. He, a twelve-year-old, got a restraining order against him after he told the kid to leave his mother and come live with him because he would give him a horse. You know, perfectly normal stuff here. Uh, he has a twenty-five-year-old and a three-year-old living on his ninety-five-acre uh, property, where he grows a boat load of marijuana and uh yeah he he also kidnapped someone still acting right he's still an actor no so he got um warner brothers removed him from oh they did any any future projects for dc stuff okay yeah um kind of a wild crazy trip off the deep end there well yeah dude didn't did you hear about this most recent thing? Uh, what was the most recent? Uh, where is it? Um, it's weird to watch people go crazy. Oh, yeah. This person was supposedly on the run with him. So the okay. parents of 18-year-old activist Gibson Iron Eyes, who is non-binary, accused Miller of grooming their child in the court documents obtained by TMZ from the Standing Rock Sioux Tribal Court. Gibson's parents, attorney and activist Case Iron Eyes, and pediatrician Sarah Jumping Eagle seek Wait. intervention from the courts. So he went onto an Indian reservation and tried to recruit yeah. kids for his personality cult. Yep. Whoa. Yeah, so Gibson was 14 at the time, and Ezra was 25. A lot of times, what was the chief iron eyes, and what was the lawyer's name? War Eagle? Um, Jumping Eagle. Jumping Eagle, okay. Yeah. So Miller allegedly flew Gibson to London in 2017 to visit the set of Fantastic Beasts. And then their parents allege Miller tried to sleep in the same bed as Gibson and provide Gibson with alcohol, marijuana, and LSD. Yeah. You know, normal things. Sane, dude. So yeah, dude, he's trying to start his own cult. All right. 
Probably not a great idea. No. I feel like if you're going to start a cult, you should probably be a little more subtle about it, you know? Maybe uh, maybe not try to go after kids. It's pretty, yeah. pretty wild. I think he's just really messed up in that, dude. Yeah, I don't know. Do you know what his history is like as far as his like childhood and stuff like that? No, but there is just like this whole, I'll send you this article. It's on uh, vulture.com. It says the complete history of Ezra Miller's controversial career. Yeah. Started in like the early 1990s. Gotcha. But, um, but yeah, man. Um, <clears throat> in other uh, news, though, outside of uh, the weird Ezra Miller, um, have you seen any movies lately? Oh, let's see. I have to think about that. But you saw Top Gun, right? Yeah. All right. Dude. So, Top Gun might be one of the best movies I've seen in the last few years. Really? Yeah. It, Dang. Like, first off. I was not expecting it to be as good as it was. I didn't really have high expectations, but it just overall, the flow of the movie, the way they shot the movie, the story of the movie, I thought all of it was fantastic. And I know that this movie was like a long time in the making. I think they put like almost two years into that movie or whatever, but Jets. yeah, it, it was really good. I highly recommend if you're looking to go see a very entertaining movie, that's, that's good. Top Gun's the one. When when have you when was the last time you saw the first Top Gun movie? Uh, I probably watched it within the last like five years. Okay, or at least yeah. So I I had yeah I probably hadn't seen it for like probably ten years, and so I like watched it again on I think it's on like Amazon Prime or something. Okay, or one of those maybe Paramount or something. Yeah, I think I looked the other day. It's not hard to find. Yeah, so I watched it again just to kind of like refresh my memory. Top Gun prep. It was good. Yeah, it was good. It was good to watch before the movie because there's definitely some references back to it and stuff. But yeah, I yeah. Uh, I used to watch that movie a lot when I was a kid. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was like one of my dad's favorite movies. Yeah. So if your dad hasn't seen it, it might be a good movie to oh. take your dad to. Oh, he's seen it. Oh, he's seen the new Top Gun? Oh, yeah. He went. I think he went like opening weekend. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah he's a big was... fan. Yeah, dude. Very, very good. I'll have to check it out. I mean, at some point, I'll see it. Um, Yeah, dude. Like, the first 10 minutes of the movie, I was just like, like, the first 10 minutes was pretty freaking intense. It was cool. Yeah. Fighter jets. Um, Jets. Yeah. Do they use drones at all? No, Uh, they don't use drones, do they? I don't think so. That's the next Top Gun. It's just drones. Top Gun 3 is just dudes sitting there on joysticks flying drones around. <laughs> they did make reference to like how they the that, that that style of like using fighter jets to is like way old school. It's like you're 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 basically being replaced. Yeah. <clears throat> Which I mean, you think about it, it's a safer thing to do. Um <clears throat> but uh yeah. Yeah, not put a human in the plane. Yeah. Yeah. It's safer until the robots take over. Then it's a lot less safe. Yep. <laughs> and I the way the other way I look at it too is like, you know, you got a drone that is basically being controlled by some sort of interface. That interface could be 
hijacked or sure like there could be like a security hack where that's yeah. taken over and then you're screwed that way so i don't know but at the end of the day great movie highly recommend it um another great movie is coming out tomorrow that i'm super stoked for thor love and thunder thor movie yep here we go baby oh yeah i've been seeing the previews and been like oh man i bet you dan is jacked for this one dude oh my gosh well obviously you know my dog's name is thor yeah so hands down one of my favorite characters so he he falls in love in this one is that the idea or he finds a girl of some sort well i mean he already was in love with uh with jane falster jane falster yeah all right she she was his love interest from the first movie yeah Okay. And the second movie. Okay. Jane Foster. So she's actually Oh wait, so she's been in the other movies. Yeah, she's been two two of the three gets, previous. Gets a bigger movies. part in this movie. Yeah, way bigger part in this movie. Okay. So she who's the actress? Uh Natalie Portman. Oh, okay. Wow. So she doesn't need she doesn't need any more fame. No. She's just going to nope, Natalie Portman. All. It's like, uh, just thinking about trying to relate it to the Amber Heard Aquaman love interest, but Natalie Portman's no. on a different level. Oh, yeah, definitely. So. Um, Christian Bale is playing the, uh, like the evil guy. He's called the Gore the God Killer. Okay. Yeah, I think I've seen him in the, in the previews. Yeah. Christian Bale as a villain. Yeah, it works. Isn't he wearing a bunch of like prosthetics though? Christian Bale? No. Not that I saw. Oh really? He might. I don't know. In the movie. They they tend to like hide stuff in trailers where like they don't want everything to be kind of given away. Okay. So we'll see. He might be wearing prosthetics. Um in the comics the character looks significantly different but i don't think they were intentionally trying to make him look like that character altogether so all right yeah so what this comes out friday uh i think it it comes out officially tomorrow have you uh stayed away from spoilers i've tried so hard dude like i'm trying to stay away from the internet as much as i can the next couple of days what are the odds they kill off thor I would say at least 30%. You think there's a one in three chance that Thor gets the axe? I think there's at least 50% chance that he can lose an arm. Thor loses, but he's a god, right? Of some sort? Yeah. Does he grow back an arm? He he lost an arm in the comics. Oh, really? Yeah. How does that work for a superhero? I guess... They're not invincible. Yeah, but they're like a, aren't they like alien, some sort of super advanced alien race of some sort? The way it happened is it's a, it's a, it was a special sword that chopped off his, uh, his arm. Can't reattach, uh, you can't reattach the arm? I don't think so. Can't grow a new one? I don't think so. He did get it, he did get a replacement. So he did grow a new one. Yeah, it was, I mean, he chopped off his arm like that, his forearm. Okay. And he puts like a nub on it with a hook. No, it was like a, it's like a gold Asgardian gold arm or something. Okay, so as the his alien race has come up with how to do like Darth Vader cyborg stuff on some level. That's yeah, it's like a I think it's more magical 
they're not so much the science as they are the the magic, but magic is science supposedly. So, yeah, there's no way they're killing him off. I'm gonna throw that out there. I don't know anything about the movie, but so I don't I don't want them to, but I want it. But it past them that they couldn't. I mean, they killed they oh. killed Tony Stark, dude. Yeah, but they killed Tony Stark. Tony Stark wasn't supposed to die. He doesn't die in the comics. I mean, he does later on, but like, okay, not in the Infinity War or Endgame. So, uh, not to switch this up, but I did see a movie. It was the one on Netflix about the drug company with Chris Hemsworth. Oh, I want to see that. How was that? Uh, it was. It was not. It was decent. I would say for a Netflix yeah. movie, I'd say it was good. Like it's worth it. Yeah. Um, it's based on a a short story. Um, okay. Uh, I thought, yeah, it was entertaining. Um, is it Miles Teller in that too? My, it is my yeah, same dude from Top Gun. Yeah. 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 yeah he's the other main character. Okay, sweet. Uh, so yeah, if you're gonna watch, I, I won't give give it two away. But they're trying to develop drugs. It's like a pharmaceutical yeah, yeah, yeah. company trying to develop drugs. Um, yeah. I couldn't get over Chris Hemsworth. It's like, I think he did a pretty good job, but it's weird to me because he's just, it's like he's Thor all the time, you know? Yeah, and I haven't yeah, even I, seen the Thor movies and he's just yeah. Thor, you know? Because that's what everybody knows him as, basically. Yeah, and he's, but, but he's, he's also made, got, he's made a ton of money off it. So, yeah, but he's also got like a very distinct look. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's hard to morph into something else. Dude, his wife is so hot. I'm sure. In real life. I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> She from Toronto? Maybe. You think she was I think based? She's actually, I think she's actually uh, from Australia. Aren't they Brazil? Australian? Oh, Brazil. Okay. She's Brazilian. Nice. Maybe. I don't remember. They're both from uh, where the toilets flush backwards. Yep. Below the equator. But different, different, different hemispheres, east and west, though. You know. It's a very, uh, yeah. Very cool, um, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. So, good movie? <clears throat> uh, I would give it like a seven, six or seven out of ten. Do you, do you and Katie watch Stranger Things? No, but everybody's been talking about oh, Stranger Things, man. God. I dude. stopped watching in like, I want to say like the middle of season two. It just felt like they're, ah, dude, I just felt like it was, it, I felt like, to me, it seemed like one of those shows that was going to have a really good first season, and then the second season, they just kind of ran out of like, where are we going with this? We're just trying to doing it, but apparently it's gotten good and been good. So maybe you have to check it out. Yeah. Just give it another try. We like the first season. So just give watch. It another try. Uh, we watched the, uh, the Warren Jeffs documentary, the Warren, what Warren Jeffs, the dude, the polygamist from, uh, Arizona and eventually Texas. He was like fundamental, uh, Latter-day Saints. So Mormon fundamentalist Mormon. Like oh, has, okay. has still has actually he's been running it out of prison but uh giant religious sect and he uh ends up going to prison because he was uh having uh relations with and marrying off 12 to 14 year olds oh my god yeah and had himself like 20 some wives or something like that I think they said his dad, when his dad died and he took over for his dad, his dad died with like 26 wives or something like that. Oh my God, dude. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. It's pretty, uh, pretty messed up. It's crazy that it's crazy. The crazy part to me is that polygamy is not legal in any of the States. These people are in 
or in the country. And yet it just happens because they somehow they're able to get away with it. Yeah, they like put they put uh different names on the marriage certificates than the dude they're actually getting married to. And nobody ever How like looks into this. They just never nobody ever gets prosecuted for it because it's just it's a bad look when the state comes in and starts, you know, tearing these families apart. So how does it look with taxes? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I think the, the, they, I think, oh, wow. How does polygamy work? This should be like a stuff you should know episode. How does polygamy work? Uh, <laughs> stuff you should know. Taxes. <laughs> I don't think the wives pull in much income, if any. That's a, that's a big Christmas, man. In fact, I'm certain, dude, they, they have like, it'd be like one wife had 13 children and the other wife had nine children. Right. It's a family of 20 something. Like the wives Can don't imagine work. being one of the children in that family. Oh, it'd be wild. Just have brothers and sisters all over the place. Basically like living in a school. They just live in like a giant barn or what? Uh, they they build houses. They have like compounds and stuff that they build. They all live together oh, in a community. God. Everybody just has their own house, and he just takes turns yeah, every the, day of the week going to a different wife. Yeah, the the businesses are all the one guy, the one uh, investigative reporter who was uh, they were interviewing, who had been following them and like trying to unearth stuff on him, was saying like he, he considers it the largest human trafficking ring in North America because they use the the teenage and like you know adult males as free labor and like build stores for like walmart and all these giant companies and they're able to undercut all the competitors because they have all the free labor from the community oh my god it's like a it's like a sort of weird modern day version of the amish but they're like more connected to society like they have businesses and like the one guy was talking about how he had he was an engineer and he had this business, and the church basically forced him to give the business to the church. And like That's so insane, dude. This all started popping off when this Warren Jeffs guy started kicking out all the young males. Because you have the females as like the power structure, because you could give them away as wives, which he's the only person that controlled that. Like you just, they end up with a surplus of young men. Oh my gosh, dude. That's insane, dude. Yeah, it's pretty wild. It's pretty wild that it goes on and, like, it still goes on. Like, polygamy is still a thing within this community. Like, Warren Jess is still apparently running it from prison. Even if even if he were to somehow be cut off, they would, I'm sure they would figure out a new prophet and go from there. So the prophet is, like, the main person who's... Yeah. Overseeing the whole. Yeah, okay. they call him the prophet. He like dictates like their scripture to them, I guess. I don't know. So wouldn't it just be like the oldest son then at that point? His oldest son? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure once he dies, he's got some sort of plan for somebody to take over. Yeah, because how did he fall into it when the other guy his, decided his, to leave? His dad, out of his dad's like 30 sons, I guess, he decided that this kid, apparently he was born premature and like... I don't know. It was it was weird, but his his father had like a special, took a special liking to him, and basically decided he was going to be the one to take over. To take over. Does he have any older siblings? 
I think he's got lots of siblings. Dude, he's got all sorts of siblings. Well, I'm talking about was he the oldest or did no, he have older he siblings? he was not the oldest, no. So could you imagine being the older sibling and you find out that your brother is the one that gets to run the whole... Dude, I, don't, I guess. I don't know. I, it's, for, to, from what they made it seem, it was like very apparent for a long time. It wasn't like a like a succession type thing where it was a bunch of kids trying to vie for it. It was just like, yeah, he's Warren's the one type of thing. That's so crazy to me. Well, that yeah. was an interesting conversation about. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Another news: polygamy is still a thing. That's so wild, man. I feel like polygamy was probably a lot bigger back in like the Greek times. Uh, I have no idea. Like a Greek and Roman marriage law. Yeah, I feel sure like it was very similar to what we have today. Like it was a man and woman. I don't think they did polygamy. You don't think so? No, I don't think so. But I don't know. Who knows? You probably do whatever you want, to be honest with you, back then. Yeah. The laws yeah. weren't as tight. Huh? I said the laws weren't as tight. Yeah. Um, let's see what else. I also watched, uh, I think, the first episode of the Obi-Wan Kenobi thing. Oh, nice. Yeah, looks good. So, yeah, keep watching that. Keep you updated. Only watched the one episode. <laughs> Dude, I'm running out of time. We're doing a bathroom renovation right now, man. I've been to Home oh, Depot. Yeah. I've been living at Home Depot and Lowe's. I saw that, dude. How's that going? The blue place versus the orange place. Are uh, you guys doing like uh are you guys put a tub back in there? Are you guys doing like a stand-up shower or what? No, nah, we're we are we took out the old tub <clears throat> surround system thing and uh we're put a new tub in and uh then we're gonna tile all around it. And we're at nice. the stage at where probably after we get done here, I'm gonna go start putting tile on nice man good stuff yeah it's a lot of work uh send me some pictures when it's done oh yeah dude well you got all sorts of pictures what do you guys got going on this weekend uh i have no idea well if you're not doing anything you guys are more than welcome to come over to warren we're doing a little uh what is it called a soiree (laughs) soiree you're having a soiree yeah just having some little housewarming yeah a little housewarming for my brother all right dude what you talking saturday yeah, Saturday. We're providing some food for people and some drinks and Yeah, dude. Got some yard games and Dude, what's the new place like? So what was moving like? Yeah, give us your moving story. Oh man, dude. We just we didn't do a very good job of playing it out. I think we got a U-Haul like two days before we decided to move. Okay. Um, I mean, we basically moved everything in like forty eight hours to this new spot and then cleaned up our place on the last day and like turned in our keys and we're done um yeah but yeah man the new spot's great we got a nice little outdoor area um big patio um there's like a brick oven uh out in the backyard it's pretty cool oh nice um dude we get down on some pizza yeah dude at some point we're gonna make some some brick oven pizza dude it's all about the Um, dough you gotta make good dough yeah, we're up in, I mean, this area in Warren's nice. There's a lot of crap around us. I mean, there's a mire less than, you know, a four-minute drive away. Yes. Um, you know you're from Michigan if you know where the closest mire is. It's pretty clutch. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of, like, restaurants and places around us. We're in a, I mean, we're kind of, like, on the border right off of, like, uh, 696, the highway over by Detroit. Okay. It's like a 15 minute drive to downtown Detroit, which is nice too. Nice. Um, so like we could literally just take an Uber downtown if we wanted to, to go out and check out a game or something like that. But um, yeah, I mean, 
our, our bedrooms are a little smaller, but it's nice that we have a, a, a good kitchen. There's like all the appliances in the kitchen are like industrial, big size things. Nice. Well, yeah, it sounds like they have a brick oven in the backyard. You got some cookers that lived there before. Yeah. Um, we did have some issues with the the washer and dryer. Like we opened up the washing machine. It was fucking disgusting. Like the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. Nice. So my, no, not nice. <laughs> so my brother uh, was like, screw it. I'm just going to buy new ones. And we're gonna oh, spot- oh, okay. I mean, we tried, we tried cleaning it. I spent probably two hours does that it, first week. Does it work? Yeah, it works. Okay. And we we even like we like we looked up all these like remedies to to try to clean it out and just nothing was working. Really? Like we 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 tried running the the clean cycle like two or three times. I think it's just like black mold and shit in there. Ooh, that's not good. Yeah. Someone so, just left a bunch of water in there and it got all moldy. Yeah, I'm thinking because I've washed a few loads in there and I've like tried I've I'm like the only one that's really used it. Yeah. I feel like I'm like having like uh, a reaction to it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Black bones. Just... Not good. Yeah. So. All right. Well, good luck with that. But yeah. You guys so the, a new one? The new, well, the new appliances are coming tomorrow. So nice. um, yeah, I'm excited about that. Cause I'm probably just going to be doing laundry for like a week straight. <laughs> Perfect. Um, mowed a lawn again for the first time in like a year and a half. Which yes. Is cool. Nice. I like mowing the lawn. Yeah. It's a good, nice um, little workout. Nice little stroll got some yard work to do this week before the party this weekend so get your your trimmer out yeah got the trimmer gonna pull some weeds oh yeah um it's cool like the whole area in the back is all fenced in and oh for the the dogs yeah concrete wall on two sides of the yard which is cool yeah it's like a six foot concrete wall sounds awesome yeah we're right next door to where tim hortons which is dangerous for me because i love tim hortons timmy hose yeah their iced coffee is delicious. Yeah, dude. I'll uh I I gotta clear it with Katie, but if nothing else, I'll plan on uh coming over this weekend. I mean, you guys are both welcome to stop by if you guys want. Yeah. Um yeah, just let me know. Yeah, dude, for sure. I'll shoot you I'll shoot you the address. Yeah. Check it out. Um but yeah, man, good talk. Let's uh let's let's do this again next week. Yeah, dude. We'll uh we'll uh, hopefully connect this weekend and then we'll or do again. Bring the recorder, we could do uh Yeah, we'll do uh we could do live from Dan's new house. Live from Dan's new place. (laughs) All right, brother. All right, man. Have a good one. You too. Bye. See ya. Bye.